Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana, here in studio, precisely six and a half feet away from producer Shar. This this is our coronavirus episode, I guess. Right? Yeah. If you're just joining us, hey, since you've got nothing to do, there is a ton of episodes in the bank. We've got over, what, 250 something? I, I, I made this announcement to you last week. I know, but I have a wet brain. Oh, wow. It's so exciting to have a wet brain because I get to get good news like, yeah, we twice. Are, we are officially over the 300 mark. Yeah, so there's that's a lot of episodes that you can go back and binge listen to. We have some entertainment episodes, lots of addiction episodes and recovery episodes. So you might want to check those out, especially if you're clean and sober and you're struggling right now like the rest of us. If you would like to find us on all the socials, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. And uh, today we're going to talk about, well, what's happening in the world, how you can get to meetings. Um, well, you can't get to meetings, but how you can still go to meetings without leaving your house and how this addict in particular is dealing with this insanity. Because I'm not going to lie. Wow. My first thought was the world's ending. Yeah. I mean, where's like, my pile of heroin? <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I mean, you, I guess, I mean, you're kind of also already a sequestered animal <laughs> to begin with. That's right. I guess the only, the, well, the only, but the only thing is meetings. Like, right. I, I mean, I've been doing the Zoom meeting thing, which I'm very grateful exists, but it's different. Is that what they're doing? Is that yeah. how you guys are having meetings? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And this is for anybody out there who needs a meeting. Go to your local AA website. Like, for us, it's aasfmarin.org, I think. And you go there. And I mean, literally, if you had a home group, every meeting, all my home, like both of my home groups, I can now go to on Zoom. Except I couldn't figure out the audio part, which is fucking ironic. It's like, but all these, and all these people who normally ask me how to download things are, you know, are having no problem with Zoom because they work in corporate America and they do that shit all day. And I'm like, why? I don't, a conference? Like, why do I have to be seen? And that's another thing. I haven't washed my hair in six days. I've been bathing, but I have not washed my hair in six days. Like, I don't, I haven't been wearing makeup during this whole thing. Like, I don't really want to be seen. <laughs> like, can't I anonymously be there? Um, which you can, you can anonymously be there. You don't, you can be one of those voyeur meeting people who doesn't speak and, uh, cannot be seen and just listen to the meeting and enjoy it. If you want to, you don't have to partake or. Is that what you're doing? Uh, no, <laughs> but see, the thing is I, I fucked around and I, cause my first zoom was, was with, uh, my friend Tori and a bunch of, a bunch of my old friends. And I, I picked some background for myself, and the background was like the Golden Gate Bridge, and I couldn't get rid of it. So when I appear on this serious meeting podcast, I've got the Golden Gate Bridge behind me, and everybody's cracking up. And I'm like, sorry, guys, I'm not, I'm not trying to disrupt the meeting and be funny. But also, my name on the platform is Diarrhea Jones, and I don't really feel like changing that. I Well, I mean, come on. We're anonymous, so they can't really fault me for... <laughs> I guess they can, but they're not going to because hey, humor is humor is one of my survival mechanisms. That's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, find me on Zoom, Diarrhea Jones. I'll be at a meeting tonight. Actually, I'll be at two meetings tonight. That's the kind of cool thing. Uh, what's driving me nuts is being sequestered alone in a house with my husband because we live in a loft. So I have to hear him working all day. You know, I can't. I can't even do an online meeting. I can, but you know, I can't talk and, and contribute. So what's killing me, like the only thing that's different about my life are that 
I've got no interaction with people besides him, and I can't go to the gym. And that's that's really what's driving me nuts. <laughs> like, the gym was my church. That was my meditation. That was how I worked out and relieved stress. And I know lots of people are doing other things to, you know, get their their blood running and stuff, like going out for walks. But, God, I don't know if you live in San Francisco, but this is basically like the streets of Nepal. It is so nasty here. It's like, there's a virus going around. I really don't feel like stepping in bum shit today. Yeah. You know? And if you go to... Uh... If you go to the Embarcadero, nobody's uh, social distancing there, apparently. Nobody's social distancing anywhere. So, yeah, it's it's funny. Like, us sober alcoholics are now being responsible, and we're doing these conference meetings. But did you hear uh, recently, this was just in the news a couple of days ago, Actual drink, still drinking alcoholics are going, well, shit, they closed our bars. So they're, like, going to Safeway, getting a bunch of booze, and congregating in fucking parks. It's like, thanks for making the rest of us look bad. And then I'm trying to feel like, would I, you know, would I care? Would I, you know, would I be? But then again, yeah, because I would, you know what? I like to drink alone. I'm like George Thorogood up in here. So, yeah, I would have been like, good. I don't have to put makeup on or bathe. So I'll just be here with my bottle. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I do like to be social, but I'm okay not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. I'm okay being, I guess it's not killing me to go out to, you know, a bar or a restaurant. I mean, it kind of killed my, my vibe when I went to L.A. earlier this week. Why? Because, well, they closed all the bars and restaurants. Oh! So my thing was, I was, you know, I was supposed to go to L.A. for a gig for a recording job that I had been planning for a few months. Also, uh, do some meetings and stuff down there while I'm down there. And... When it got closer to, and you know, all the you knew that things weren't going to be happening. I'm like, oh, probably all those meetings are going to get canceled, so I'll just go there for the recording. Mm-hmm. And went there, got there, and they had announced that, oh, sorry, everything is takeout only, and everything's closed. Oh, and so I basically had to, you know, sit in my room for a day, and then everything changed. We were supposed to record at a big, famous recording studio, and that place, uh, somebody that worked there the week before uh, wasn't feeling well. Oh. Like, did not- I didn't think about that. I assumed you guys were, like, going to record at somebody's house or we somebody's were, we originally or We were originally going to record at somebody's house, but then uh, the subject, he, he basically was just like, oh, we could do it here. Well, everything changed. Yeah, and so then I was kind of like in a standstill, so I was like stuck in my hotel room for you know thirty six hours, not really. We were gonna record somewhere, but we didn't know where we were gonna record. Everything changed because, like the the homes that we could record at, like there were other people working from home there, running you know worldwide company. <laughs> oh wow! And so it's like the next thing I was like, well, we could. Do it in this little piece of shit hotel room. <laughs> I would love to be sequestered in a hotel room for thirty six hours. I, I know you would. That sounds like a dream. Like I had such a good time in Visalia when I went. I went down to do. Uh, God, so much has happened. I went down to do the St. Jude's charity thing. Right, right, that right. That raised $187,000 and something. Like, crazy. That's awesome. And uh, But, yeah, I got to be in, like, a little town in a hotel room, and it was just, it was really cool. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing is, like, I pro- at the end, I probably needed it. Mm-hmm. But I was just bummed that 
like normally when I'm in LA, I'm you like, get to see friends. I like, just, yeah, you can't go see people, our buddies. Meet people. I like had you know some stuff kind of set up, and all of that just you know got swept under the rug. And then all it was was okay. Let's. I don't want to leave here empty-handed. Yeah. So let's record this, and then I bounced. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Oh, I've been on six airplanes, so at least you drove. <laughs> have we recorded since Grammy died? We have not. Oh my god. So that's another thing that happened. I mean, I, I guess that's the thing is like I th- we always end this well. Like, hey, we got somebody coming next week, or we're going to be coming with a new episode. But then, oh yeah, but my oh, grandmother died, and that changed. Grammy our lives. passed away, um, and you know that was something to sit with. You had to go to Visalia for work, and that yeah. kind of cut your that kind of cut your home trip short. Yeah, bit. that's what I mean. That yeah, and that part really bummed me out. I mean, it was great to go there and take part in that, but leaving was gut wrenching. Like, oh my god! I I mean, and that's why when I came back, like the first thing I did was drive to Sonoma to be around my tribe and go to a meeting up there because it's like I was having suicidal thoughts. Not like active, like here's how I'm going to kill myself, but like I don't want to live. Like I just didn't want to live. I felt like, oh my God, everything good that's ever happened already happened. It happened in my childhood, and now it's just bullshit, you know. And now, like, like, and I just a world without Grammy is depressing because it's like, as much as I prepared for it, and I'm grateful that I got to go spend time with her. I also talk to her every night on the phone right. for as long as I can remember. Now that's just not there, um, you know. And a lot of my family's like, well, you can call me every night. It's it's like I know, but. I don't <laughs> that care was about Grammy. <laughs> no, I, I mean I love all of them, but it's like that was Grammy, and like, like we had our sign-ons and our sign-offs, and it's just I was just so close to her, and it was just devastating. And then like I every when I was back in the South, you know, when my cousins were like leaving to to go back home, like I sob when I'd hugged them goodbye because I felt like I was never going to see them again. Mm-hmm. It's just it was just it was really really hard. And then I kind of came back and got thrown into work and then got fucking quarantined. Mm -hmm. And, you know, well, I mean, not personally, but the city's on lockdown. So, but I mean, one thing I did do was reach out to my tribe and that's what's been helping me. Um, Because no matter what you're going through, there's somebody else in AA who's gone through it. Like Mm -hmm. literally the same thing and they've done it sober. Right. And so can you. So, I mean, that's one thing that uh, I've learned from this. And it it totally helped. Like that was exactly the medicine I needed before I went down to Visalia. With some Sonoma AA and some good hang time. This is the closest person you've lost since you've been sober. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, yeah, and it happened within a few months of, of P-Dank. Oh. It's like, how much can I fucking take? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess this much. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently. Yeah, one more, though. I'm throwing in the towel. Like, oh, my God. I, I cannot take anything else right now. Like, I'm so at my wit's end. So I better not catch corona or something. Dude. <laughs> d- no. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, no, d- yeah, definitely don't do that. Yeah, try not to die on me. I'd appreciate that. That would really suck. Yeah, note out there to anyone I know. Don't die. <laughs> well, oh, I would just almost said something so unspiritual. <laughs> See, I need a meeting. I cannot wait to do my Zoom meeting later on tonight because, like, I just, yeah, I need a meeting. I'm fit to be tied. I'm driving around. I'm seeing all these people on the streets going, I hate people. Why are people out? They're not supposed to be inside. And by the way, broadcasters are considered essential, so that's why I'm outside. And I have a plaque in my car 
I feel kind of special. You have a plaque? In you have a cybersecurity plaque or something for if a cop pulls me over that says, uh, I'm a broadcaster and I'm considered essential and you... I have a right to be out and about. Where'd you get that? They gave it to me at Cumulus. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. I know. I was like, cool. And then I realized, like, what am I so excited about? All this means is, like, I'm allowed to subject myself to sickness because nobody really cares about my ass. Like, that's what it really means is that I'm not allowed a day off. I didn't get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess you had to be there at the right time. I, I wonder how many people took more than they were offered. Oh, so they were just giving them out? Well, no, I mean, they were sitting in the news area, and it was, like, the specific people that were like, be sure and get one of those. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. Never, I'm never in that building. I'm in this building, and this building is a also a designated. Um, I mentioned this. I basically mentioned this on all the other podcasts because if you're wondering why we're recording, yes, we are exempt because uh-huh. we are actually a broadcast facility. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you know, this uh, go to productions is you know is is a media place. Uh, I'm attached and within a radio station. <laughs> right. So. You know, like we're not going. Hey, let's brave the waters and go and hang out and go do something. Now we're we're actually, you know, we're actually working, and mm-hmm. we are of those essential places. Yeah, because where are you going to hear about the coronavirus and updates if not like on the radio or TV? Like we have to do this, right? Um, not that I'm here to give you a coronavirus update today. I'm, well, I'm here to give you a recovery coronavirus update. Yeah. Uh, and here's another thing that I want people to know about. Is there is a website called intherooms.com. That's intherooms.com. And you can go to a meeting any time of day, all day. Uh, you, and here's what what's really exciting about this whole thing with the Zoom conferences and the In the Rooms app. Is that you can go to a meeting in Manhattan. Like, I could go to a meet. oh my God, I could go to a meeting in Louisiana right now if I wanted to. Hmm. In fact, I think I'm going to do that. NA and AA both have these. There's also tons of recovery pages on Facebook, like Exiled in Recovery is one. Um, Sober During COVID-19 is one. There's tons of those. You just got to look for them. Look to your sober community and find out. There's all these new pages. And, like, I'm on so many of them now that that's all that's in my feed. So it's, like, all I see is recovery stuff when I go on Facebook, which is kind of cool. Wow. So, yeah, anybody can do that. You can go to a Zoom meeting. Just go to your local AA or NA website, and you can find an online meeting where you can actually attend and be part of it and share and talk and, and, uh, and be with your people. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so what we're going to do is, um, I don't know if this is going to be, first of all, you know, we everything is so fluid. Every, every, things change every single day. Right. You know, it might be, you know, we might be able, we might be exempt today, but tomorrow we might be put under martial law. We can't leave that. <laughs> oh my God, that's true. You know. Who knows? And so. Uh, With well, the way people are acting in San Francisco, I could see that in our future. The way oh. people are just still going out, like, whatever. That's one of the reasons I want to get the hell out of L.A. is because I was afraid that because... Because every, of the way people were acting here, they were going to shut it down? It came so quickly and so heavily, you know, that it went from being like, okay, everybody, you know, kind of, if you can work from home, work from home, you know, self-distance, self-quarantine if possible, right. but no, like nobody's putting any, you know, limitations on anything. And then all of a sudden it became like, San Francisco, shelter, ordered. Right. And it was like, Los Angeles, nobody can eat 
indoor, you know, nobody can dine in. Everybody has to take out or or uh, leave. You know, like you uh-huh. nothing. And then it's just like malls closed. You know, like all of this stuff was happening. And it just happened really quick, and then you know the governor was putting this, you know, these things, and then San Francisco shut down seven, or the Bay Area shut down, you know, seven counties, and blah blah blah. It so, must be scary for that to happen when you're not home. Yeah, and so I'm like sitting there going, um, I wanted to get stuck in Mississippi, so I was <laughs> like, please cancel my flight, I don't want to leave. That's but yeah, if I was just like at a hotel somewhere, like if I was in Visalia, I got, I, I did get a little scared by the last day. I was like, uh. Yeah, and that's kind of where it was, where where it was at, where I was like, well, I mean, granted, I know that if I had, at the end of the day, I could get home because I'm like, here for a gig, which mm-hmm. is the truth, and you guys are telling us to, or you're ordering us to shelter in place, this is where I live, let me go. <laughs> yeah, know? right. So I could have, you know, I could have essentially gotten home, but there was that little inkling of yourself that was just like... Dude, what if something happens like really quickly and they sh- Yeah, like shut what would happen? How would you pay for your shelter? You know what I mean? Right. Like you can't live in a hotel for a month. Right. Would they just let you stay there? I don't know. I, like, I don't know. Do you stay at home? Like I had a rental car. Do I like I can't return my Oh rental? my god, yeah. Like are they gonna waive the fee? Like, yeah, so Dude, it's yeah, it's it's crazy times right now. Super crazy times and um don't drink and use over it. Is all I can say, uh, especially because could you imagine? Like, I was just thinking, like, I bet the places I used to cop dope look exactly the same as always because those people were just on the streets. What are they going to do, right? But I'm just wondering, like, how nasty. Like, think about you having to wash your hands before you take a piss and after now, and like, you know, you're wearing gloves going to the grocery store and touching things with paper towels. Think about exchanging something that was smuggled in up someone's ass. You know what I mean? Like. When I was an addict, I cared so little about my health and about my well-being and about the future of my life that I would just bust those balloons open with my teeth. Literally pull it open because I was so sick and ready to use that, like, I didn't care. Oh, and here's the other story. I felt like, so I was, you know, in a room full of alcoholics and addicts, and we're talking about how back in the day we just didn't care about ourselves. We didn't care about our life. We didn't care about our health. And I shared a story that normally when you share a story in AA, there's somebody who relates to you. Like, you don't feel like, oh, what? I'm the only guy that did that? So I shared this story. No, you're the only girl okay, that did well, that. Okay, but no, I share this story. I was at a Taco Bell in East LA on 6th Street in Alvarado. Big shout out to MacArthur Park, <laughs> if you're listening from LA. And I had just copped, and I had no water. And I was in the bathroom at the Taco Bell, and the sink wouldn't fucking work. So that's right. I used toilet water to shoot up. And I'm still alive. Now tell me I'm not immune to this motherfucking virus. Like my favorite meme. I really wish I could describe the look on producer Shark's face right now. She's probably never going to get closer than six feet to me again. <laughs> Use toilet water? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if that doesn't explain to you how strong drugs have a grip on your neck, I don't know what does. Toilet water. In a bathroom? Oh, yeah. A, a public, public. Yeah. At a taco motherfucking bell in the nasty part of town. Oh, my God. I know. I know. So what did the people in your room say? They were like, oh, Dana. You what? I mean, and everybody was looking at me like the way you are, which is not usually a reaction you get in, in like a meeting. 
<laughs> Although I was amongst my really, uh, I don't know what you call them, nice friends. I would call them maybe high bottom alcoholics. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. So to pull back the curtain a They're little bit. They're not as gross as me. You said you were going to share a story with me on text, but you didn't tell me what the story was. That was it. And then and I know that this is it. That's why I'm like, and, and, and when you told me, you said, oh, I don't forget. I got to share this story where I, I uh, shocked a bunch of addicts. Right. And then I, my response was, oh yeah, you shock addicts. Shocking. Like drizzled in sarcasm. I know. And I'm like, I can feel your eye rolling through your fucking texts. And I mean, <laughs> Never could it be more true that yeah you don't shock people or I mean you do I mean you don't you don't not shock people there's yeah. I, I don't think there's a level I I've known you for almost seventeen years yeah. over seventeen years. over seventeen years I've known you for over and 17 I still years. have the ability and to you scare still have, the shit out of you and you still have the ability to make me make faces like that at you <laughs> and I know you. Better than almost anybody out there. <laughs> I know. There's only maybe four other people that know me better that know you better than I do. <laughs> That's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I had to get that out there. I guess the moral of the story is don't be like me, you know. And if you're like concerned for your health right now, don't drink because if you drink, you'll use, and if you'll use, you'll end up shooting toilet water at Taco Bell like me. You'll get the corona. No, or you'll become immune to it like me. Because I mean, immune. how can I not be immune to it after that? How did I not die? Like, how am I alive? That, by the way, that situation that happened going on 20 years ago. Crazy. Totally crazy. Okay, so uh, we're going to end the show. And and just to say, I, I actually hate Skype interviews and shit like that. I hate, I just don't like doing things like that. I'd rather have a guest in studio. But because of what's going on, I'm down to do a bunch of Skype interviews, which works out well for people who are not in San Francisco. Or in Northern California, period. Say you're on the East Coast or the Midwest or anywhere. Uh, I would love to get some of you on the show who are listening. So please email us. It's radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511 even when we're not in studio. And on all the socials, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. Get in touch with us and keep coming back. <laughs>